Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, finding a mom-life balance. On this week's episode, we're going to continue on with our episodes on L-O-V-E, and we're going to focus in on sibling love. We're going to talk about why we think that relationship for your child is an excellent tool for helping them develop a whole bunch of different life skills, and why we are so passionate about instilling sibling love in our littles. But before we jump into that, Memes, I just want to check in on you. How you doing? Um, good. I'm sure our Torn Tribe is not surprised to hear us shouting out sibling love as we're a sister podcast. <laughs> um, now you know if you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, doing well. That part of February where I think you find me laid out like a starfish on the floor because I've gotten through all the things and there's like a little respite before the spring things kick off but we've gotten through Halloween and Thanksgiving and the holidays and the new year and my birthday and Sophie's birthday and um so there's a little bit of a pause but I'm definitely the dried out starfish laying out on the floor (laughs) how are you feeling a little prickly um (laughs) me i am in i don't know like memory loss mode i have no (laughs) idea like i can't remember anything these days and in which order um and steve here to try to solve my problem is thinking about getting us like this uh echo show to put calendars on the wall i'm like i don't want to stare at people's calendars i think i'm okay with forgetting (laughs) (laughs) interesting i was also thinking we needed um one of those devices with the screen because our six-year-old is in the what is that or what does that look like stage and it would be so easy rather than going and grabbing my laptop and googling it just saying out loud like show me a boar versus a pig and then it like shows up on oh yeah i know steve did buy one for himself for his birthday it's in my room and therefore it has attract every little person in my house to come and look up chameleons (laughs) and all the different types of chameleons and all the different types of lizards (laughs) and just like that we're talking about siblings and how they bond and the things they do together or apart or they tattle on each other about (laughs) yes (laughs) yes um so memes why would you say for you sibling love is an important love to instill in your child if they have siblings well i think Once I went to college, because I don't think it was so apparent in high school, but once I went to college and was meeting people from a little bit 
broader walk of life than New York, you know, um, I realized that I was rare and fortunate in my relationships with my siblings. And so I very proudly have always lauded my siblings as the best and our relationship <laughs> is really special, informative and yet another reason that I feel um, blessed and give our parents shout outs, you know, you know, when I'm not complaining about what they did wrong or what they should have done differently. This is <laughs> one area I tip my cap to them um, because as I would describe and I, th I think it was part of the, I think it was probably like came home from college, went back home, went back to school and then was probably telling some story about like, how did I end up in my full size bed with both my siblings all sleeping together over this weekend that I was home or whatever it was. And it's like, what? Why do you, yeah. like, why would you, <laughs> why were you guys all sleeping together? And also when you moved to your house in North Carolina and that we were all like, going down and moving you in and you know celebrating that milestone with you adults in my surroundings because I think when I think of my siblings I also think of myself as a child to some extent I, I always <laughs> go to that who we were as minors together um so I felt like colleagues and other people that in their adult lives kind of couldn't relate I was just like oh sucks to be you because we're awesome and not only do we like play Zelda together and use our initials as our name hint hint that would be a great tattoo for our mom to get um uh we can celebrate and count on each other be in each other's corner um, have inside jokes and teasing because of course you and Dave always ganged up on me and teased me but um, as the oldest and they were the you know six and eight years younger than me and you know had all their things in common and would make fun at certain stages I still even look at those phases fondly um, because I wouldn't be who I am without those formative relationships so, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yes, definitely. I enjoy my siblings. Um, man, being the middle child, I just learned so much. <laughs> what to do, what not to do. <laughs> I just um, identified a middle child in one of my student groups. And she just turned to me and said, how did you know? And I was like, hmm. I have a long history with a middle child that I, I can just tell the signs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we stand out like a sore thumb in the crowd. <laughs> but I think it's so important to me for my sons to have that sibling love because it builds character. Um, for each of them, like, I love illustrating for them, like, things that I did as a kid. Um with my siblings but like you said me and when I went off to college I realized it was unique and different like our love was unique and different and not many other people had that with their siblings definitely <laughs> you okay over there 
Oh, no, dying. <laughs> but um, getting all choked up talking about my siblings here. <laughs> getting emotional, Torn Tribe, getting emotional. Soak it up, Torn Tribe. We do not see her get choked up often. I, I think this, like, February love thing, I don't know what it's doing to me. <laughs> Memory loss and too many emotions. <laughs> they might play into each other. But I will say that our parents did an awesome job of instilling that because it wasn't something that was natural. I remember so many times being sat down by our mother saying this is your brother he's more than just a friend he you know you always have to back him up and you got to protect him and you got to be there for him because nobody else will and when we would go to our cousin's house and we adored this cousin and really enjoyed playing with him she would always say you know that's your cousin. That's not your brother. Your brother has to come first. <laughs> so, and which was always hard for me because, of course, my cousin and my brother were the same exact age, you know. Um, and I loved both of them unconditionally. And so, having to choose or to put first always seemed foreign to me until I got older when I realized, hey, you know, she was right. My brother had been there all through my life and it wasn't until memes I was I don't know if you ever told you this but I was on my honeymoon and now this is how maybe you guys think it's sick and twisted but this is how deep our sibling love goes oh goodness we have no boundaries (laughs) no boundaries (laughs) I was on my honeymoon (laughs) in Paris and I wake up and I tell my husband I'm like I need to find a payphone I need to find a phone and I need to call my brother because I feel like I left him behind. And so I leave Dave this like long rambling message from Europe. And he's like, Theo, you're on your honeymoon. It's okay. <laughs> like, I was like, but I just feel like you should have been here in Paris with me. P.S. Um, Torn Tribe. I did not get said message. <laughs> well, after I sent it to Dave, okay. I was like, that, that was probably a... Uh, across the line <laughs> I crossed the line somewhere <laughs> and then when he played it back for me I'm like yeah you didn't have to save it <laughs> you know I'll blame it on uh jet lag <laughs> but memes what are some of the things that you've done with like Sophie Justin and Bella to like instill that sibling love well definitely from our shenanigans, our joy, our rivalries, our teasing. Um, I I definitely was tuned in. So in seeing what the dynamic was, I was pleasantly surprised to see that as much uh, senior Justin is to the girls, he gravitates to being a good older brother. He is protective. He he. You know, he's got the teasing down, but he also enjoys the doing the things that they're doing at their state, being them as his cheerleaders when he's doing things and celebrating what he's done well. I was just admonishing. Your brother almost got a 4.0. What do you think your grades are supposed to be in soaps in kindergarten, right? Like I'm already <laughs> using that marker. And of course, you know, while here I'll say, don't compare and respect them each for how they are. It's like, you, you know, the dialogue that just comes out when you're just like, this is how, this is the tone your older brother set. What do you think is going on here? Um, 
but I appreciated that. And then with Bella, there was definitely a bit of a shift because in residing in a different household, there's just, I don't know so much about like what her mother's relationship or her siblings are. I know that she has them and she does spend time with them, but like I said, and no judgment, I just know that my relationship has always been unique. And so trying to show more examples of that and and an inclusion and a belonging, because as we were talking about this in some of the dynamics of like camaraderie and being accomplices and having loyalty, and these are your first you know group projects are with your siblings and your <laughs> partnerships and your group dynamics um it's it's also really important to be able to see what each intrinsically like feels from their heart and what they gravitate towards and so for me it was always an example of let's celebrate and pay attention to the one that's being celebrated it's not we're shopping for one thing for one and so everyone has to get it's like understanding that there were like times four different things but then recognizing each other's gifts like Bella is our athlete and Soph's our artist and Justin is our athlete and our math and math brain and so each of them in their own right celebrating what they are and that acceptance of that thing that could be very different than what you gravitate towards but having that patience and understanding and welcoming of each other not just grinding your teeth, you know, gritting your teeth and bearing through it, but actually enjoying what your sibling is experiencing, um, the phase that they're in, if you've already been through it, or kind of in awe because you can't wait to get to that stage of what an older sibling is doing, but really partaking in each other and seeing each other and naming some of those things that maybe at that point they they're not recognizing but naming the that was very kind that was gentle that was responsible or you guys are being really silly or that was really sneaky (laughs) um and modeling that and I think both Omar and I have the blessing of those relationships and that loyalty and the, the they'll see the the conversations and the time and while they you know so will try to coerce my FaceTime with my sister it's, it's like well you get your time with your tia but I need time with my sister and it's you think he's was he you know the be all and end all of Tete is him playing music for you and and hanging thing but like he's my brother first um (laughs) but for them to see that you carve out that space and value the same way you're encouraging them to carve out that space and build those relationships and value each other because that's what's unconditional um when you can see them and they can see you and you can grow from each other um but be your unique selves and and enjoy enjoy those differences yeah I would say for our sons, like for me and Steve's sons, like the way that we have shown them sibling love is when, you know, the first, when we had Sasha and he was eight years old at, or 10 years old and Sam was coming along, was bringing him along the pregnancy journey. We would look on the app to see if Sam turned from like a grape to a melon, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so and like all those little things and then because of the big gap years when sam was born 
like letting him buy him his toy or an outfit or be involved in the feeding and just including him in everything. And because Sasha was 10 and able to read, letting him have his own story time with his brother. Um, And that kind of bonded them. And then so it was natural for Sam when Z came along to desire, even though he was only three years older, to desire to do all the same things. Obviously, he couldn't participate as well as Sash because he was only three, but he wanted to hold the baby. He wanted to feed him the bottle. And so when Phil came along, and that was part of the reason why we named Philip Philip is because his name means phileo, which is brotherly love. And because I personally think he's my last, I don't know what the man upstairs thinks, but I'm hoping to God he's my last to tie it all up together. I was like, what a better name than Philip. Um, that brotherly love and just getting him excited about being part of a, a, a boy crew here. And so we do the same thing. We have them each celebrate each other's lives. And whether that's Sasha's theater stuff, we drive up to App State or even before that, we used to go to each of his theater productions together. Or if it's Sam taking us on triple header games, we're all there rooting him on. And the same thing with Zeke with his gymnastics, you know, Phil's constantly at those classes watching not 100% sure what happens there because when he comes back to demonstrate it kind of looks crazy I'm like well I hope Zeke is getting spotted a little bit better than you're spotting these stuffed animals um and the same thing with Zeke when Philip I mean did his soccer class this past um fall season his brothers were so excited, so much so that Sasha asked to FaceTime for the first one. He's like, I can't physically be there, but can you FaceTime me so I can see him actually play? Um, and they were so proud of him when he got his certificate at the end and finished. And so celebrating those wins. But I, I would say also the sibling love gets instilled when they're having their little disputes. When they're young and like little three and two-year-olds, Yes, I would get involved and talk to each of them and divide up the toys. But as they've gotten older, um, we've allowed, you know, if Sasha is the one that's home and they're all bickering, Sasha plays the mediator and Sam and him talk it out and they figure it out amongst themselves because eventually they have to learn to, you know, work together with other people that don't necessarily think the same way or want the same thing. Um And I would say my middle child, he's great at teaching that lesson because he's always against the crowd. (laughs) So he's always wanting to do the opposite. So letting them experience that conflict to resolution. But we always do make sure that they resolve it and that they're using words that are building up and not cutting down. And that they're actually using words <laughs> like that's a big deal in our household because they are quick to fist and tumble and stomp and scream and cry. Um, and so we make sure that they're using words and that the words are coherent <laughs> and not so high pitched that nobody can understand what they're saying because they're so angry. Um So there's that. And then there's always when you do wrong someone and you are in the wrong, there's the act of um, asking for an uh, giving an apology and asking for forgiveness. And we always have them hug and kiss. And I and that is 
something that I think, you know, growing up memes, mom and dad, mommy and poppy always had us do was if we were fighting, which was my least favorite. So that's probably why I remember it is that we would have to hug and kiss each other and say sorry. And I'm like, I can say sorry through my teeth. But do I really, do I really have That's to so funny. You, you must have been angry a lot because I don't oh, really yeah. remember having to do that so much. Yeah, <laughs> that was with Dave. Dave. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Hugging and kissing that guy after wanting to pummel him through the wall. His smirky, <laughs> his smirky little dimples. <laughs> Yeah, and his ability to just act scared and pee on himself just so that he can avoid any form of punishment. It's out there, Dave. It's out there. Not cool. So, of course, because I was the middle child with the anger management issues, (laughs) I remember having to say sorry, and it physically hurt. (laughs) But I realized that it made me love my siblings more, so I made my kids do it. Because I actually have a child that's pretty much like me. And it physically hurts him (laughs) to say the words, give the hug. (laughs) You know, you got to love the limp hugs. The one that they just (laughs) lay their body up against the other person. And my little Philip, he just cracks me up because I'm like, dude, Zeke already hates doing this. But Phil will call him out. And he's like, that's not a hug. (laughs) That's not an apology. (laughs) And. In Torn Tribe, um, you know, we wouldn't want to go without noting that these are definitely the times that as the older, wiser kind of influencer, you just see qualities in your children that you think will build them up or might cause them challenges. And it's a great way to kind of coach and and reflect and teach them the art of reflecting how these dynamics are are hurting them or what caused the complication or what caused the disagreement because we haven't gotten too much to the fisticuffs and the tumbling around (laughs) but there definitely is even like where you are in the you know if you're the baby and you get your way a lot when your sibling is a lot like forget that I don't care (laughs) like okay every board game now lets you go first so that means I get to pick what we're doing when we go to the park or I get to choose the seat I want to sit in or what color pawn I want to be and and you just start seeing tendencies of their personality or how the how the world kind of responds to them and you can also be an influencer and like helping them if it's be more gracious or step it up a little and kind of hold your own and don't give in and don't you know things that are going to help them be more assertive and take up room and and space in in a in a conversation and in a relationship so that they're they're valued as much as they're valuing the other person and that they're not always the one um, relinquishing like a voice or a turn, but also in the humility. So some of, you know, some of us have to not always go first or not think we get our way because we're the oldest or really? that, <laughs> just you know, occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I think it's definitely useful to to do it within those relationships where they have the foundational love and affinity for each other generally. And then they can kind of bring that out into the rest of the world. I agree. Cause I would say if it wasn't for the sibling factor, I would have never realized that I was such a sore loser because we all knew 
I don't, well, that's what I'm saying. Thank you for being a mirror and highlighting that because I just thought it was like, and we okay, still unleashed her on the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I just participated in an event the other day, and one of the kids was like, uh, Miss Athena is like the most competitive person ever. <laughs> But I, I, I've learned in my older age, and I will tell you, Torn Tribe, confession here, I don't let my kids win. <laughs> From the mouths of babes. You like, they have to earn the win. I, I truly believe in earning the win. You're not doing them a favor by letting them win. Can't At win. Like, all. please. <laughs> <laughs> but I will, I will say that, like, as parents, we influence also how our kids... Um, relate to one another right so I would say in our household growing up like props to mom of standing up and saying no we're not gonna let Athena win Monopoly just because she's a sore loser we'll flip over the table <laughs> because she won't win opposed to our dad who like Bobby was completely okay making deals with me so that I can win <laughs> the game um, but you know I I, I I honor that because even now as a mom with a son that goes around saying that he's undefeated, I'm like, Sam, that's just not a true statement. Like, <laughs> you you just clearly lost to me in this game. He's like, no, because you didn't beat me. I'm still the winner that's done it in like five minutes. <laughs> and like, he'll recategorize stuff. But the point is we can help influence those relationships for the better. So I have one son that we kind of had to empower him to stand up against his older brother because he loves his older brother. He enjoys playing with him. And so usually be like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And I'm like, no, you can't be a pushover. Like (laughs) you're going to get trampled in the world. If you continue to act like that, like you got to learn to compromise, but not give completely in. Um, And then, you know, as parents, this was one question that was asked of me when I went to this event where I was like playing a game was who's my favorite child. Uh, Favoritism causes division among Mm -hmm. siblings, right? We see it in historical stories. We see it even in some of our friends. That's the reason they don't have a close relationship with their sibling is because they always felt that one of their parents like favored or one of the, or their parents favored one child over the other And so whether that's true or not, that the parent actually did that is not really the point. The point is, if you notice that your children think that way, then some behavior has to change, right? There's some validity to a statement because whether you want them to feel that way or not, um, you know, is not really the point. The point is, if they're seeing it and feeling it, then acknowledging that and shifting. And I will say, like, for a lot of for my four sons because they are all so different and they listen differently they receive differently it sometimes appears that we're being more lenient to one than the other mm-hmm. and so we'll we'll say that to them like it looks like this child is getting out of it or is getting the easier road but in fact they're not because look at how you know, and we'll explain why we're choosing this versus the other decision and where the the shoe looks the other way, like the tables have turned for other situations. Um, so it's just important to have open communication with your kids. So that way that 
illusion of favoritism um, isn't there. And then if it is there, confess it and repent. <laughs> like, don't don't have a favorite. Um, enjoy your kids for who they are and let them be themselves. Definitely. We're their first, <laughs> like contact with the outside world right so giving them that they're seen and valued and have a a space in that no matter how different not you know they're not overshadowed within our interior circle before they even go out in the world and you know are, are broached with other people yeah and I love the sense of unity that brings when we remove favoritism or the illusion of favoritism from the equation that it brings amongst the siblings because I have one son who loves pink, loves unicorns, loves rainbows, and I have one son that was very conscious of how other people would perceive his brother, and it bothered him. He's like, Mom, what what do I say to kids if they try to make fun of him for that being his favorite color? But so his heart naturally went to protecting his brother right, Mm -hmm. and wanting his brother to not feel shamed or upset about being who he is. And I love that. And so um, unity is so important because when now that I'm older, I'm so grateful that our parents instilled the sibling love within us because it's true when life gets crazy and you're doubting yourself and you're not sure of like what decision to make uh, my siblings are pretty much the one of the first groups of people that I call because they've known me from day one well Dave from two years and above but (laughs) you know pretty much has seen me at every critical stage and so they're great witness to whether or not what I'm feeling and experiencing is actually truly part of who I am definitely agree um feel really lucky to have the siblings I have to have the relationship we built and maintain and again kudos to mommy and puppy so So torn tribe share with us what your sibling relationships are like um, and even the sibling relationships of your children. We'll love to hear the highlights. For a little men segment. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So what's mending you? I have to say, um, in... It being Black History Month, we off you know we celebrate it regularly at our school and we make highlights. But my principal shared a message highlighting Black male excellence, and it's a message I feel like our network could elevate more often. Um, but distinctly making a space, um. And I, and I wrote her thanking her for sharing that message. And it definitely was what I w- wanted to hear and what I echo regularly as a model for our students. Um, for us to keep valuing our role models. And I know what a formative role model our dad was to me. Um, and, and, and to keep giving it that place, but, but really recognizing excellence in our own community 
and, and sharing that with our students. And it really, it resonated and I was glad it had a place and I was just celebrating it and asking for it to have a greater space. That is awesome. I will tell you memes. You're going to laugh when I read this. My mend for the week. <laughs> it's out of a book. It's called Help, I'm Drowning by Sally Clarkson. But I just felt like this is the heart of Torn. So she says here, Why wasn't I more patient, less frustrated with messes, and arguing and whining and boy noises? Why did my sweet children, whom I love, drive me crazy? If God meant for me to be a mama. (laughs) It was a perfect soul storm that almost caused me to crater. I was looking for someone to blame. My children, of course, were the direct result of having gotten married long ago. So maybe the problem actually began much earlier. Perhaps I should have never have gotten married, I thought. (laughs) Responsibilities for people are just too overwhelming, and I'm not much help to Clay anyway. (laughs) That's her husband. (laughs) You can see how I was spiraling down. And I share that because I feel like that's oftentimes like these torn moments that we have, that we just start questioning ourselves and doubting ourselves. And even sometimes I think I have a disorder um, because of all these crazy emotions and thoughts. But what I love um, about hearing her also voice it is that I'm reminded, um, one, that we have a community that's out there struggling with the same thing, that we're not alone. And then two, um, I heard this said this week, which she echoes as well in her text, is that the Bible, most of the books speak to us and like give us a solution, right? But the book of Psalms in the Bible speaks for us. And that's what she encourages to go and read a Psalm a day because it's the most emotional text in the Bible. David starts out with these crazy thoughts and uh, just crying out for help because he's drowning. Um And then he ends up in praise. By the end, he's like, oh, it's not that big. You're a bigger God. You got it, you know. And and it's all figured out in like 10 10 verses. Um, But that's oftentimes how we feel that, you know, when we're lost for words, I think Psalms is. So it was just a great reminder this week to go back, read the Psalms, because when I can't find the words to exactly say how I'm feeling, it more than likely is captured there. And the emotional roller coaster is quite common because we're human. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, Torn Tribe, we would love to hear what's mending you these days, what's helping you keep your sanity in the midst of all this parenting. And if you have multiple children, all the a lot of chaotic parenting that's going on and we want you guys to stay connected so memes tell our folks how to not miss a beat we are on facebook instagram and twitter at torn mlb and we would love to receive emails from you or voice messages and you can reach us torn mlb at gmail.com thanks for joining
Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose, choose grace. grace.